Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Broadcasting from the heart of the I Work For Him nation to Christ followers working in cities all over the United States. You've tuned into the voice of the faith and work movement. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. We are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We are. We are so glad that you have tuned in for this time. I'm sure that you're going to look forward to and be happy that you've spent your time with us. You know, we never want people to walk away and say, well, that's a half hour I'll never get back. So this is an, we want this to be um, valuable to you and we're thankful that you're here with us. But, you know, one of the things that um, I just want to point out to you listeners today is to just remind you that on our website, we have something called the I Work For Him Nation. And um, our website is iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. And when you get a chance, go to your computer or on your phone and look at the I Work For Him Nation and just really see if that's something that God's calling you to to um, have a heart, kind of a reset, and take that opportunity to say, Lord, this is something I want to um, incorporate in my life. You know, it's about, all about changing the way we think. So often the world gives us lemons, and we're tempted to throw them away instead of making lemonade. So what do we do with the lemons of a culture that despises the things of God and celebrates the rule of the enemy? Yeah, that's the culture we live in today. We can either cower and give up, or we can fight. Each one of us who follows Jesus has been given the power to fight on a supernatural plane. Even in our finances, we're all waking up to the facts that if we have an investment portfolio, it's likely, likely invested with companies that use their profits to fund the enemy's campaign against Christianity. This is not a disaster. This is an opportunity for us to fight the enemy on this supernatural forum. We work hard and we work for him. We need to make sure we invest for him, too. Here to help us sort this out today is Luke Andrews with Inspire Advisors online at iinvestforhim.com. Luke? Beautiful. Nice intro, Jim. You like that? Yes. Take lemons. Uh, I like the lemons and make lemonade. Yes. That's right. Nail on the head, though, man. I'm thankful to be here. All right. So, Luke, you're a financial advisor that's gone down a great path of evaluation and determination to make sure that your work is in alignment with your faith in Jesus. What did that involve, that whole process? So, oh yeah, it was a long process, and it really started with the seed you both planted um, several years ago now, right? We found mm-hmm. Jesus, in the, I found Jesus in the stock market. You always, uh, you always introduce the author, Cassie Lehman. There you go. So I'll give you that Beacon Wealth, right? Something like that. Yes. Um, you know, so you, you had introduced me to this book uh, several years ago now, and um, first time I read the book, I, uh, I, I kind of, I put it off to the side and. Didn't really think much of it. I, you know, wasn't really led. I guess you know mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit wasn't really um, necessarily moving me in, in that direction at that time. But I, I knew, um, I knew from that moment there were some differences that I had never seen before because I've never, I've never looked at my investments as a way that I should be trying to honor God. Hey, Luke. You have had a long pathway to really going towards biblically responsible investing. So you decided you wanted to lead your clients with that whole idea because it aligned with your faith, this biblically responsible investing. Why don't you explain to us what is biblically responsible investing? So biblically responsible investing is a it's a process that uh, us as advisors 
uh, use that tools and database systems that are compiled with thousands and thousands of companies and what those companies are invested in or supporting. So, you know, we never, we never look at a company and, uh, or, or myself, when I speak about us or me, it's mainly me. So prior to biblically responsible investing, we always looked for the greatest return on our investment, right? So I, I, I give, um, you know, a certain amount of dollars to my financial advisor or I buy a certain amount of stock or invest in my 401k or 403b, I'm expecting a rate of return. I want something returned back to me. And we've never been, uh, I was never educated or introduced to biblically responsible investing until, like I had mentioned at the, the beginning by you and Martha, um, where where my return was coming from. So biblically responsible investing kind of lifts the veil off of what the businesses that you're invested in are giving you a return on your investment from. So uh, we have a, a proprietary screening process that has a scoring system that looks at a company's revenues and business practices from a social uh, construct to biblical constructs with abortion, pornography, um, you know, anti-family entertainment, anti-family values, alcohol, alcohol gambling, tobacco. So we, we have a scoring system that looks at those biblical truths in, in, in a sense, and we try we screen them out. Uh, and then we align your portfolio with with companies that are remain neutral or are not engaged in those type of business practices. So that is, in a sense, I know I, I kind of ran around that quite a bit, but no, you did, you did great. So, so at the, the very the very you know the ten thousand foot view is. Biblically responsible investing looks at your portfolio. Uh, we try to screen out companies that are that have problematic issues, and we align you with companies that are doing great things and are great investments. So let's talk about that for a minute because you said screening, but where do you get that information about those companies and how they're investing? You know, whether it's it's socially responsible or um, you know, and those things in, that are shaping our culture. Yeah, as a good question, as the BRI movement, BRI biblically responsible investing, as this movement continues to snowballs. More and more organizations and companies and researchers are starting to take notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a lot of very objective, independent database systems. I'll, I'll read off some of these names. You might, Reuters, you're going to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Value Line, Exignite, um, IEX, True Value Labs. These are all data providers that all they do is research. Um, you know, all they're doing is researching where a company is profiting from, where their supply chains mm. could have slave labor, mm. um, you know, where you possibly are um, invested in the RU486 drug, which is the, you know, the, the abortion drug, um, or what organizations you may be supporting unknowingly through your, your portfolio. So that's, um, so the database systems today are rigorous. We have one of our very own at Inspire Insight. You actually, it's open to the public. You can go to inspireinsight.com, and right on the front page, there's a little search button. You start typing the name of the company or even the stock ticker symbol, okay. that little, you know, that sequence of letters, and you'll you'll get almost every single investment has been scored. Hmm. And you'll have a list of what they're doing well, you know, because we, we do like to point out the companies that are doing well with the environment, with social, and then with the governance side. And then we take it a step further, and we'll score them positively or negative for how they align with God's heart. So let's draw this and tie this a little bow on this for why this matters to the I Work For Him listeners. So we've got people listening to the show today. They're trying to figure out how to connect their faith and their work. And for you, that meant you needed to take your clients down the pathway of biblically responsible investing. There are listeners today 
they're not all financial advisors. They may be working any number of a million different types of jobs. Why does this matter to them? Well, I mean, it should always matter where your return on your investment comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, Just as if you had a family member come to you and and they were asking you, do you want to invest in a business with me? You would want to know about that business, right? When we invest as as an employee or as a a self-employed business person and we're looking to invest – we never think beyond what's my return going to be, you know. But if I was giving you money, Jim, right? I'd want to know what that money's going to do and what's what are you going to return back to me. So your return on your investment should matter. That's you know that's essentially why we've talked about I invest for him, you know. That is IinvestForHim.com. That could be the number four or F O R, just in case you you miss that up. But you know, our, the where our return on our investment, in my opinion, and according to biblical truths you know, does matter to God. Well, and it's not so much that the companies we're investing in are producing things that are anti-Christian or anti-biblical, but a lot of times they're taking their profits and they're investing them in things that really are attacking Christianity. So other nonprofit groups and organizations, and I don't want to bash anybody today, but there are a lot of organizations that their sole goal, in fact, I know that there's 256 organizations that are controlled just by George Soros, all of them to push an agenda that is anti-Jesus. Yeah. So how, so it's, so it's not necessarily like you go to Home Depot and you buy, and I, I don't know, I don't know Home Depot's you know, biblical yeah. responsible investing score, but they make profit. What do mm-hmm. they do with those profits? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's very similar to it's similar to a boycott as a consumer. You know, mm-hmm. what is a boycott? You know, a, a business or a company or a person or a local chain or whatever it is might do something you don't agree with. So you you say I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna spend my mm-hmm. money there anymore. It's very similar to you're not necessarily boycotting the right. investment. You're actually getting a return from who you're investing with. You're deciding that I just don't want my money going to support those causes. It's not that you're not against or you're against certain people. You're just, I don't want my money or God's right. money, really. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all God's. We're just the steward, steward of it. Right. Mm-hmm. We are the stewards of it. And I don't want God's money going to support these areas. Right. So you don't want to fund it in right. a sense. So let's talk about that a little bit of a, the heart change, because I think you said a really amazing thing you said you know you were as um in your profession you were always looking at just the return Mm -hmm. and then when god opened your eyes and said okay where's that return coming from i can think that there's a lot of listeners today that you know they've they've thought that the biblical thing to do was when they make money on their investments to tithe on it like that's you know causes that be be generous whatever that might be so talk about that heart change for you because i think a lot of people People, I mean, you you had to make some pretty big decisions because God convicted you of yeah. that. So talk about that. Yeah, well, that that's a that is an interesting story because it it's one that took time. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that sometimes the Holy Spirit moves quickly on people, and you know, drastic changes are made immediately. And you see that with some with people's salvation sometimes, and then other people's salvation, they might pray and, and ask Jesus into their heart, but. There's a process, you know, that, that that God might take them through and the Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. leading them. Yeah, for me, um, like Ed mentioned, several years ago, you had introduced me to the book. Um, I found Jesus in the stock market. It's an easy read for anybody who's listening mm-hmm. that wants it. Matter of fact, um, you know, I'll give the book away. You know, I'd order some copies if someone awesome. really wants it. So, um 
you know, but after it really boils down to something I've learned and matured in my faith as, you know, Proverbs 15:22, right? It says plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Proverbs 12:15 says a way of a fool a way of a fool is right in his own uh, mm-hmm. own eyes but with many advisors they succeed. So, you know, I went to people like you and uh, Jim and uh, you I looked at Jim, but Jim and Martha <laughs> and uh, you know and, and asked for your guidance and counsel and and others that uh, that I know that love the Lord that were in the industry. So I had folks um, as I was seeking this change and was I doing the right thing and and was the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit was absolutely Absolutely leading me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I think it's important to note that we didn't know yeah. what we didn't know. Right. We didn't know that our investment portfolio, which has been invested in the stock market, you know, and, and, and you know, we're talking when we first put in our first thousand dollars, you know, way back when we didn't know what those companies were. This was not even on our radar until I read that book. Yeah. And I read the book and go. Luke, you should probably read this book. Thanks, Jim. Because I had no idea. Yeah. But I knew that I didn't want my money supporting something that was completely in opposition to how I live every day. Yeah, and I think that's going to resonate with a lot of the audience today, the listeners that, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And, um, you know, now, that, but what, what do you do with what you've been introduced to uh, it matters a big deal. Because I think that through prayer and supplication and, and counsel and, and discovery, right, and reading mm-hmm. and, and, and prayer, uh, talking to others um, that have maybe been in your seat where we've always invested for return on our investment versus the risk we're willing to take but now that we know that there you know when you own a stock or you 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 have a partial ownership in a business you know where is your return on your investment coming from um, and that's really the, at the heart of everything. So, so we all started there, right? We mm-hmm. all started with um, highest return for the least amount of risk. And then you read a book that says, I found Jesus in the stock market. And that book really just starts talking about where your return on your investments coming from. You know, if you invest in a company right. that's profiting from pornography, are you, are you satisfied with profiting from pornography? So, so let's talk about that. So does that make me a bad person? Like mm. how, do, how do we deal with that and reconcile in our own life if all of a sudden we realize or learn that things that we've been doing, that the investments we've been making in a company are not going to things that are biblical. Yeah, no, it does not make you a bad person. You know, and, and that is something, uh, that's, that's a messaging part yeah. where, um, you know, the Holy Spirit is the one that really has to be the one directing and guiding. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, for me, it's a convincing argument, but I understand that not everybody is going to be at that place. So um, does it make you a bad person? No, it just I'd love for you just to continue to seek and pray and, and ask for guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Proverbs fifteen twenty two. You know, you, you, planning to fail. You know, there's with lack of counsel. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's always a good idea to find others that maybe have been where you are today and and ask them and ask them for guidance. But no, it doesn't make you a bad person I whatsoever. Was, I yeah. was thinking about the analogy because I, I always think about analogies and I think about going to a fast food restaurant and mm. then finding out that um, something that you've been consuming for years was really hurting your body. Maybe you're allergic to it, but you didn't know that that's why you were not feeling good or whatever. Once you find that out, if you do something with it, and this is that same concept, I feel like making that, you know, once you find it out, what are you going to do about yeah. it? And that's really where we love having you here to um, talk to our listeners. Yeah. So what do I do? If, if I've got a portfolio 
that I really have no idea how it performs from a biblically responsible investing standpoint. What do I do? Well, uh, you come talk to me, right? Um, or you, you continue to, to, to read and to research. But I, I always ask people, you know, if I could show you a way to get a similar return to what you're getting now, I mean, that, that's, that's right. Every, everybody's investing to get a return. So if mm-hmm. I can show you a way through biblical screening to still return you a similar return that you're, you're, you're used to, but I could do it in a way where maybe we're able to screen out all the problematic issues that you, you wouldn't be happy with. You know, does that make sense for you? Would you like to, you know, so, you're, so the next step would be filling out a financial profile form and having your portfolio screened. So how do they get a hold of you, Luke? They can, uh, well, easy, 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188. That is my cell phone. That's my direct number. I give that out uh, because, uh, you know, I want to be there for people, for their questions. You can text me, you can call me, or mm-hmm. email luke.andrews at inspireadvisors.com. That's luke.andrews at inspireadvisors.com. Or you can check him out online, iinvestforhim.com, iinvest, the number four, him.com. You're listening to I Work For Him. Now, it's so important that we understand that each one of us is walking along this path to learning how to connect our faith to everything we do, this whole life discipleship thing. You know, on I Work For Him, we're always talking about connecting our faith to our work, and that's what Luke Andrews has done by connecting biblically responsible investing to how he helps his clients with their portfolio. But we talk about it so often on this show every month because this is like a pandemic among Christianity. There are millions, well, by our estimations, 50 million Christ followers in the workforce and another 20 to 30 million of them retired Mm -hmm. who have money and investment portfolios, 401ks, stocks and bonds, whatever it may be. And those companies that we are investing in are taking our profits and they are investing them in things that are completely against Christianity and everything the Bible talks about. So if you, Luke's story was related to this book, I found Jesus in the stock market. We're going to get Luke to write his own book. But in the meantime, Luke's willing to give away a copy of this book. If you'd like to read it, it's a great read. I read it first, gave it to Luke. 866-713-9675, 866-713-9675. Get a copy of I Found Jesus in the Stock Market, 866-713-WORK. So, Luke, how do you choose companies that will perform well but not support the things in our country that support the anti-biblical, anti-Christianity agenda? Hmm. Yeah, I think I hit on it very briefly earlier. We, we have Inspire. We have our own proprietary scoring system. Mm-hmm. So we look – we start with – our foundation is – well, let me back up. So we have – every company starts with a zero, okay? And we go to negative 100 or we go to positive 100. Anything negative, we would never invest in. Anything positive, zero or positive – is considered an investable company. The higher the score, the higher the positive score means that they've got some of the environmental, some of the social, some of the governance scores where they're best in class in innovation, best in class in treating their customers, best in class with natural resources and conser- uh, conservation of natural resources. So um, any, any company that ha- is involved with abortion, um, gambling, alcohol, tobacco, uh, pornography, 
uh, any sort of the LGBT legislation or activism. Um, you know, just in the news yesterday, not to break off topic here, but, you know, there is a presidential um, uh, someone that's running for president on the Democratic side who announced yesterday at a town hall <clears throat> her main goal would be to hire a not hire, but have a young trans person interview the Department of Secretary for Education. And, and make the decision to who to hire based upon mm. the interview. So just to give you an idea of that that person's agenda, you know that you know if you're giving to a company that's then supporting her campaign, you're you're taking profits from a company who's then taking some of those profits and supporting a candidate that is going to if she, if she was elected it is a her if she was elected um, she would hire she would have a young trans person interviewed a Department of Education to, to for that position so that just shows and you the, the significance of that is that that whole idea is it's an it's an attack on biblical marriage biblical family right so and go, programming our children the scoring system looks at those things right. okay and and we we come up with a score system that has a positive score we will invest or a negative score we will not invest because up until now up until recently there had already been some scoring for like if they're a green company oh, if, yeah. they, if they're environmentally ESG. friendly yeah. and things like that but this is just taking it to that next level and saying does it align biblically yeah. And do you want to make sure that you're supporting things that are pro-Christianity or at least are neutral and not attacking yeah. Christianity? Yeah. And, and we need to understand this world is against Jesus. They've been against Jesus since the very day he entered onto the earth. They tried to kill all the boys in Bethlehem, and they're still trying to eliminate Christianity because it brings up guilt. Yet we need to understand, Luke, this is the most significant part of what you're saying, is that Christianity, Jesus really is the answer to the problems of this society. He is the hope. We need to bring that hope, but we need Wall Street to recognize it. Yeah, and it, and it's a movement that we do have to get moving on, and I think you're going to start hearing more and more companies and organizations, especially Christian financial advisors, pushing their practices that way, or at least implementing that as a portion of their business. Check out Luke online, iinvestforhim.com or 727-798-4188. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iworkforhim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.